This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. south of Beldenville, just south of the Football Hall of Fame. Literally, I see the Football Hall of Fame. Mine is the very next exit. I can walk to the Football Hall of Fame from my house. It's that close. Uh, sometimes people try to park in my yard during the Hall of Fame. And yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, that's actually... I used to live right by there. Um, when I was getting divorced, did you come to my house and drink wine with me? Uh, yeah. I think you did. I think yeah, we, but I probably don't remember. <laughs> well, I had <laughs> my my ex wife and I had. Wait, 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 wait. Which one? I only have one ex. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Oh. I see what you're saying. No, the other one was. Uh, you're probably thinking. Which one was I the best man for? That was Sandy, my first wife. Okay. You're definitely divorced from her. Yeah. You're calling her the ex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> and we lived. We lived in. Uh, we lived in Canton, uh, right down the street from Belden Village. Um, like if you go, if you go from Belden Village and start heading towards North Canton, mm-hmm. you will hit uh, what is that Main Street, and then you hang a right. It's, maybe it's not Main. Cleveland. I forget what it is. It like dead ends right there. If you mm-hmm. hang a if you hang a left, it turns. Goes into North into, yeah, it goes into North Canton. Hang a right. And, yeah. yeah. I lived in an apartment down very close to that. There was a Fisher's uh, grocery store about two blocks from my apartment. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, well, our apartment was right by there. And it was, uh, it was a nice apartment. And my, my ex and I, um, we collected wine. 
collected a lot of very, very good wine. And uh, uh, when she finally got caught cheating on me, I decided that it was time to call Burke, invite him over, <laughs> and we proceeded to go through 14 bottles of... <laughs> Ergo, why I don't remember the evening. <laughs> I do kind of remember the the yeah. I do kind of remember the area kind of thing, but yeah. As it, that was that was. It, it was actually a townhouse, and it had a basement, uh, which was flat out awesome. I had a double door that went right out from the basement down uh where i had my grill and all that stuff it was great i had it decked out um and then yeah and then everything else happened in life uh was not a fun time actually it was that that wine was incredibly good uh you and i were talking earlier today about about something and and that brought things up in my mind Hi. Hey, uh, actually, come here. Isle of Man. You put that on hold for two seconds. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uncle Scott Hello. Davis. Okay, which which daughter is this? This is the oldest one. She is working. This is Sam. At, this yeah. is Samantha, yes. Okay. I have a Sam the, Davis and I have a Mac Davis. <laughs> The last time I saw Sam, she was about five years old. So she's not going to remember me. No. Um, I don't know. I don't remember much of no, <laughs> okay. no, I, Yeah, the last time that, that Burke and I were around and I saw his kids was you were about five years old. Matthew would have been like a little tiny baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think she was born yet. That was your your wife was four pregnant. years older, so maybe she was four. And... Yeah. Your your wife was pregnant when oh, okay. I, I saw you the last time. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Twenty five now. <laughs> <laughs> that was about twenty one years ago that you saw her. Yes, let's do the math here. Wow. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You have kids. No, I have adults. Yeah. You. Uh, well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you have adults, yes. Yes. I um, have offspring. Does she live there? Yeah. Or is she visiting? Be, no, no. She, she actually because she's working and going to school, it's like we have the room here. There's no real reason to get your own apartment and spend six, eight hundred dollars a month when I we have room. You know, it's like, it's like, and she works midnights. It's not like we see her a ton and she goes up and does her own stuff. And it's like, okay, you know. Now, the last time I was with you, you were in a house with your mother-in-law. Yes, that was, and that was a, that was a big ass house. That was a nice place. That was, we moved into that place, I think in 98 or 99 it was somewhere somewhere close to there because uh that was, that one was like dead south of belden village like if you drove through belden right. village and just kept going south and yeah it was a little yep mm -hmm. and i'm not uh, very far from like 
that house is very near 20th street and if you just 20th street over to that ends into this road that's actually right behind me as a matter of fact it's like two miles two and a half miles most okay uh then before that you and your mother you were on there portage lakes there's no 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 it was a condo down in canton here which is like in between the big house or maybe you visited us at the condo then because the condo was on a lake is that what you're thinking i visited you there and then i visited you at the big house okay yeah the, the condo was on uh oh crap the lakes thank you yeah. myers lake it's right over here yes uh, the condo uh as a matter of fact, uh, your wife was, I forget where she was working. She was probably working. Where was she working? Um, it might have been up in Akron at, um, which is the place that's no longer there, West Point Market. Was that where she was working in the bakery? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, West Point Market tore down and gone. What? Yeah, yeah. That's all like strip ballish action there, and there's stuff. Mm. I was in Cleveland. Well, I was in Ohio, uh, nineteen ninety nine, and we went up to uh, the West Side. Was it the, not the West Side Market? What's the place in Cleveland? Yeah, it would be the West, West Side, Side Market. Market. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was literally surprised that it was still around. I thought they would. It still that is place to this down. day. And now that that place won't die. It's still there. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a little, little rougher now, just with you know COVID and all this kind of bullshit. But no, it's still around. Oh, I love COVID. Come on, this has been the best <laughs> time of my life. <laughs> well, at least I got my house painted. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> two months uh, and nothing to do hey let's paint every room because we had just moved into this joint like a, about a year previous to covid breaking out and then we had two two months off and it's like fuck it let's go paint the house you know it was like we you know make it the way we like it uh, well there you go well i um most likely your mother-in-law's probably passed away by now she has yes uh so I mean it's a good thing for you guys to get your own place well I mean that place I'm, granted I loved the garage at that old house oh my god but it was just I mean we would have had one big ass empty room I mean I guess I could have had a dedicated computer room but it was huge it was a bedroom you know it's like it was just way too big for four people or you know three people really because max up in toledo most of the time anyway so this place is just cheaper and cozier and nicer and it's even closer to the expressway for that matter okay who's up in in akron max mac is in toledo mac is in toledo going to the university of toledo and she's doing uh physical therapy up there gotcha 
So she yeah. lives up there and she's got a part-time job at one of the hospitals up there. So even when it's like summer, she's still kind of staying up there most of the time. You, you had two daughters. Yes. That, that, as far as I know, that's it. What is it with you and I having daughters? I don't get it. The curse. Um, <laughs> For all our asshole misogynist ways in our youth. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love, I love my daughters. Um, but man, daughters are not easy to grow up with. So they're, so, they're very emotional, which I did not expect. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. I won't lie. Well, and it, it's hard because the, the people that we dated were not, I mean, I've met, I've met your wife. She's, she's not the, the. She's not a girly oh, girl by any stretch. Right. I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, we were talking earlier about, about the, the favorite races that I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm actually showing a video right now um, to Burke. This the, um, you said Isle of Man, but this is. This is the Manx classic hill climb on the Isle of Man. Oh, goodness. Okay. So every car that you're going to see here is British. Uh, and damn near 100 years old. That was a wooden car, wasn't it? Yeah. And right there's a Morgan three-wheeler. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original drift car. Um, um, so what, what race what race would you like to go see? Uh, I'm going to force you to do put in bay next year. So that's, okay. that's yeah. done. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but what race would you, Ooh, ooh that was the MG that just went by. Go on. What race would uh, you like to go see? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, and, and honestly, I haven't been to a ton of them. I honestly, as much as I give them grief, I wouldn't mind going to an Indy 500 race just because I've never been. And that's some incredibly fast driving. I mean, it's a lot of left turns, apparently. But uh, <laughs> it's all left turns. Oh, okay. Uh, and they call that racing. <laughs> but anyway, no, that would be fun um, to see the that mecca once. of motorsports. Come on. The, what, yeah, actually, the uh, the motorcycle race on the Isle of Man. Oh, the TT race. Oh, dear God. Those, those guys are completely insane. Well, I think they're slightly one step down from all those guys that do the rally races in like these little off back hills, you know, where they're, they're going 100 miles an hour down a one-lane gravel road and, you know, they're their co-pilots, you know, going left and right. And, you know, uh, those guys are completely insane. I, although the, the crash compilations are priceless on those. It's but, a, uh, the, the Isle of Man is, a, uh, uh, those are the two famous races that are done on, on the Isle of Man, uh, the hill climb and the TT race, uh, uh, the TT race. 
there was some sort of stat that like someone dies every five years in it. Um, so th- that's kind of a little bit crazy. I, I wouldn't mind going and seeing that, but, uh, yeah. uh but, the 24 hour, the 24 hour of lemons. <laughs> um, man, you know what? We might have to do the 24 Ooh. hour of lemons party via zoom <laughs> I, I i mean your 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 buddy what was his name bob yes um but he spells it oh backwards. there he is look oh <laughs> kicking up the rear end on a triumph <laughs> yeah what a great suspension setup that was <laughs> um but that looks like a jaguar I couldn't oh, tell it. Oh, maybe it had the stubby headlights. See, that looks like a lotus. I can't tell. Eh, I'm, I'm getting. Re- I mean, like all British cars, I'm, I'm kind of bad on them anymore. And uh, gee, I wonder what that is. <laughs> <laughs> did did it have kidneys in the front? Yeah, it did. I think it was a <laughs> precursor of the 2002. Oh, hey, what the? Okay, that always made me nervous uh, with those cars because the gas tank is like right in the middle of your back. A Peugeot. Wait, that's not a British car. Hold on, you lied to me. It's not all British. They're all, it's it, they're classic cars. Mostly classic Euro cars, yes. Um, I couldn't even begin to tell you what these things are. I mean, there's probably Morgans and Bugattis and yeah, God only knows. I, 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 it just looks like one of the, the coolest races that you'd ever see. <laughs> um, oh, cat. That's it. And, 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 I'm saying that with having a friend who does the Pikes Peak race. <laughs> I, I think would just give me anxiety. <laughs> any race that they have to shorten the track whenever there's clouds around makes me a little bit nervous. <laughs> I, and I, I, I gotta admit, man, I'm like so curious as like the guys that do that race with like carburetors. How the hell do they adjust for that shit? That's a, oh, that was a triumph. There we go. Little TR3A, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a very good question because I think th- three quarters of, of, was that in Aston? Well, I'm looking at a blank screen at the moment. There's no, oh, there we go. Could There's another triumph. <laughs> My video is a little jumpy on my end. Oh, there he is. Oh, so cute. That is a cute car. Um, I don't know. What was that? Hang tight. I got to shut a window. That must be triumph time. Oh, there's an old triumph there. That's cool. Like I said, I think we're in triumph time. Yeah, it must be. must be. Triumph, <laughs> Not a bad town to visit. Wouldn't want to live there. 
probably like a triumph stag or something that we've never seen over here. Okay, so so what else with motors are you into? Oh, that's an American car. Oh, hey, hold hold on shit. before before you get into that. It always amazes me when they put American cars on onto streets in England. Uh because the American cars are like uh three quarters of the width of the road. <laughs> oh yeah. Well you 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 figure that out real quick when you drive a right hand drive mini in America <laughs> and you can fit your car and another mini in the same lane. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look at that thing. Anyways, what other race that I would like to go see? I would always, I always wanted to uh, watch any, pretty much anything at like Laguna Seca. I just think that's a fascinating track. It's got so much, so many hills and off-camber corners and stuff like that. That just look like it'd be a blast. Um, I would like to go watch uh, the Daytona. 24-hour race. I think that would be great. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. I was <laughs> not having any availability to go. I was just like, eh, whatever. You know. But, uh, <laughs> well, you see, you're gaining availability lately. Both your kid, well, one of your kids is still living with you. Your other kid is off both to live with me. That's just the one you know goes to college. Yeah. Um. That is on crack, apparently. You're you're getting to the point of where you can go and kind of do some things. Uh, there's Morgan for you. Oh, so pretty. Oh yeah. That's that thing's got like a Porsche back end, but a weird front. Oh, the shit, that wasn't a Jensen. What the fuck was that? Um I don't know. I I'm I'm modern looking little car right there. Well, it looks re- like a Renault. Remember, uh, cars from the '80s now are classics. <laughs> oh God, there's a Civic hatchback. Yeah, that's like a '98 right there, '97. Oh, look at that! All these cars are hopping on that little on that corner mm-hmm. right there. Cat, you knocked down my bottle. I will beat your ass. Oh, that cat will knock down your bottle because that's what cats do. That's the one proof that the flat earth does not exist. If it did, (laughs) cats would have knocked everything (laughs) off the fucking edge. Uh, There went a 9-11. What is this? Cat, if you step on my keyboard, I will beat your ass. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. So. (sighs) I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, how do I I put this in, in a good way? I am, at this point in time, hoping to move back to Ohio in the next couple of years. Well, there's enough lighting to do here that will keep you afloat. No. What are your plans? 
I will have to do something else. Um, no, uh, there's, there's some wheels in, in work, uh, dealing with some, some places that are only open during the, during the summertime. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to say anything out loud right now, but Fair enough. that's, uh, we're sober enough to keep secrets at this point. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of where I'm going with that. But what I was sitting there thinking about was, you know, since Carl doesn't do British cars anymore, he gave all of his British cars away too. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that either you or myself are going to have an open space in our garage and we should start to think about rebuilding a triumph. Oh God. You're just, you're the worst. You know that, right? <laughs> well, actually what, what, what got me totally thinking about this was the last time that you and I were talking, you wanted to put a, uh, a Mazda random, engine. No, no, no. A, a random straight six BMW engine into that a TR six. Which already accepts a straight six engine. Yeah. I'm thoroughly excited about this now. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was at a show the other day and somebody saw my computer and it had sixteen TR sixes as the background. And I was like <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm excited. I mean, and I'm an MG guy. Yeah, I know. It, 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 yeah, like Triumph is, it's like a sickness. I mean, there's no logical reason in the world to own one of the damn things. But yeah, once again, we back to the whole, you know, who designed the damn thing? Oh, the guy that designed every beautiful car in the whole world. You know? <laughs> Pinaferina. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm... I'm uh and Paul Newman drove the damn thing, raced TR6s. I mean, that's some heritage right there. Uh here here was the uh <laughs> I actually found four TR6 shells. <laughs> you did the homework. <laughs> For you did under, the math <laughs> for under four grand. <laughs> I don't think I spent four grand on my car originally. Um, it was a California car. Well, it, it it became very important to me to to try to find uh, a TR6 down here in Texas because of. Because Salt. of how there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, rust issues with with a Triumph and and Ohio in general. And, yeah. Oh well, uh, I've always said that Ohio is not the place to own a classic car. No. Um, it, it's uh, 
yeah, it's just an expensive place to to own a car. Um, now, I, what was really exciting me though was the fact that with a TR6, you could, if you fix it up, make a lot of money on this. Uh, I'm talking, uh, I'm talking, I, I, I saw some selling for $25,000, oh, I know it's, it, they're stupid. They bring stupid money. Um, but the fact is, is that you, you purchase it for like five grand, you purchase one for five grand, you fix it up, uh, you could probably end up selling the thing for a pretty hefty profit. So. I was sitting there thinking, you know, if I'm taking a job where I'm only working over the summer. I got all winter to play with a car. I got all winter to wrench a car. Um, and, and like I said, since, since Carl's not going to wrench cars anymore, I'm just picking on Carl. Carl Carl's <laughs> become an old man. He's really beca- <laughs> He's like, hey, do you want to stay up until nine o'clock and get on a Zoom call with Burke and I? I'm in bed by then. <laughs> you used to go to bed at 5 a.m., dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was going to say, the last time I spent the night at your house, we didn't go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, now you're tiny. What the hell? Oh. Because I shared my screen with you. Gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. $5,800. We'll have to rebuild the engine, but. Don't want the engine. Of course, maybe you could sell the engine. Well, that's the thing. There's a uh, 1972 that actually runs for 69. Yep. Yeah. Don't want running. I don't care. Well, you know what? If it's running, though, that engine's worth some money. Everyone's always looking for a Triumph engine that works. That's everyone's always looked for a Triumph engine that works. What do you This one kind of cracked me up because it's being sold by the Beverly Hills Car Club. Jesus. (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, they jump up to 10 grand really quick, though. Yeah, the older they get. Those guys hated the rubber bumper ones. 11.9. Jesus. Yeah. That one's not even complete, and it's fourteen five. Jesus, Great Lakes Auto Sports. Up in my neck of the woods. Up in Illinois. <laughs> that TMU total miles unknown. Oh, yeah, I don't think here. so. Look at this. We we go all the way down. 
Let me go to page three and let's see how high these actually go. <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh, that looks like they're topping out in the 14s. Well, there was one for 21.5 there a second ago, in them, but yeah. Oh, there we go. Jesus. Somebody's actually charging $27,000 for a Triumph. No restoration? Four-cylinder. Wait, what? That's not right. That's got to be a typo. Uh, 27000 with 100,000 miles on it. Mm, it's being sold in California. It's being sold in California. It all makes sense now. BRG restored MGTF twelve fifty. What? It's not even the right info for that car. I think his site's a little messed up, dude. <laughs> TF twelve fifty. That does not look like a TF twelve fifty. It doesn't look like an MG. <laughs> MG TF twelve fifty. No, post war. Yeah, no, 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 no. Wire wheels. Those are not wire wheels. Yeah, that's yeah, the wrong. That's, that's the wrong information there, my friend. Oh, Auto Trader <laughs> sucks. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the car business has sucked lately yep nobody's got cars nope we got a couple well the trucking companies are half the problem at this point this is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites, like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. I got cars that are built sitting in Ohio for three weeks that just haven't been delivered. Cars that customers have put money down on because they want that car and they can't get the car. It's like we even asked the manufacturer, can we go pick them up? And they're like, yeah, no, we can't do that. And we're like, well, that's dumb. And then we started thinking about it. I was like, can you imagine hundreds of dealerships sending down any transport that they could throw together, you know, like a 72 Chevy truck with a come along, come to pick up a $50,000 van. Like there'd be hundreds of them just descending upon the plant. I mean, the, the chaos would be just 
I, I would pay good money to watch the video feed of that shit. But <laughs> my my gross combined vehicle weight is is only eight thousand pounds, but yeah. I'm here to pick up four cars. <laughs> <laughs> Load me up, man. Load me up. I'm a hot shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, it's it's finally starting to to dwell down into the entertainment industry as well. Um, we we are uh, we are in a period now where uh, buying Chinese lights was the way to go because it was cheap. Right. Well, they figured out that the American light lighting companies can't build their lights because there's no semiconductors, which means that they're the only ones selling stuff. So that cheapo light that was $2,000 last year is now $5,000. Ow. Welcome to capitalism. Uh, so I, I haven't figured out what's going to happen in this world yet, but uh, but things are not looking all that good. And, uh, uh, the, the, the whole semiconductor thing, it, it goes beyond just cars. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's and TVs and oh, yeah. well, not just that there, there's the Peterbilt factory right down the street from me here. Their entire lot is full of trucks that can't move. They're missing. They're 99.9% .9 built. Mm -hmm. And that 0.1% keeps them from going forward and stopping and all that good shit. Yeah. I'm like sitting here going, this, this is getting crazy guys. Uh, maybe well, like four, I guess like Ford and Chevy are, you know, how they used to do flex fuel in their cars. They're, they got them all yep. built up and they're deleting the flex fuel part. Cause if they do that, they don't need as many microchips and they could actually complete the car and send it. So it's a gas only truck. But I mean, at least they're getting trucks out there, you know, it's, it's absolutely wonky, man. Um, and, and the price of everything has skyrocketed so much. Um, you were talking about that, uh, Mazda Miata. Mm hmm. $28,000. Mm, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking on our, uh, on our Nissan dealer here, $33,000. I got dealerships around me that are now putting little added tags, you know, just, you know, looks like little stick on tag that says, Oh yeah, we put mud guards on for 150 bucks. That kind of shit. They're actually just putting price adjustment of four grand on their cars now. Now, if you have a trade in, they'll knock a thousand dollars off of that four grand. And if you do financing with them, they'll knock another thousand dollars off of that at a tag. So now you're only paying two thousand dollars over sticker price for the car that you want. Only. Wow. Um, yeah, shit's getting crazy, man. Uh, it's like the worst thing we're doing is charging sticker, and we're 
we're putting a ceramic coating on the cars, which gives you like a five-year guarantee on the inside and the outside. It's like a thousand dollars. At least you're getting something for that extra upcharge, but you know, it is what it is. That's like I said, that's guys, we're going crazy here. Uh yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen, man. It's it's a. Uh, I I'm kind of worried about our economy. Just because of the fact that we we're we're spending a lot of money right now, and we're not making it, and yeah. that's. I mean, a gallon of milk is now over three dollars here. That's no, I mean, a, yeah, the, the, the rich guys are making plenty of money and, you know, the regular folk ain't. <laughs> no, like, I actually, I was talking to one of my friends earlier today about about stocks and stuff because I, I do have stocks, not a lot, but I have... I have a little bit. And when, uh, when the pandemic really hit, I bought stocks and certain things that I thought, Hey, when the pandemic's over, this is, this is going to come back. Um, people thought I was crazy for buying stock in things like Cedar fair, which owns Cedar point, but I bought stock at $20 a share and it's at 52 a share. Now I made some money. Um, the, the problem with that is that, uh, there's, uh, not a lot of people do that to make money. Not a lot of people understand the stock exchange and all that. Um, the fact is, is that three quarters of the stocks that are out there are ballooned right now. And that makes me nervous. Uh, the housing market. Well, the- <laughs> Guys, it reminds it, me of twenty plus years ago when everything was sky high, and then it all just fell down. You know, it's like it's it's going to be the same thing here real soon. Oh, that's yeah. It's what was that? It was two thousand seven. It was two thousand seven when the housing bubble finally broke. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm sitting here. Uh. My, my sister's house in Las Vegas, I think, I think my sister paid $350,000 for it is now listed at $575,000. There is no way that wood has appreciated that much. (laughs) Just not. No. I mean, if she can, if she can rent an apartment for the couple of years, she ought to sell the fucking thing, take the money and run. And then in a couple of years, when it all crashes down again, buy a nicer, bigger house for $300,000, you know? I don't know how long it's going to take for it to crash, though. I don't think it's going to be that long. Uh, This is unsustainable. Uh, You can't keep selling $150,000 houses for for $400,000. Jesus, what? How, how much? How many snacks do you have in that room? Well, I have 
my dry roasted peanuts all the time here. I went and got some cheese crackers because I'm drinking wine. So cheese and crackers and wine, wine you know, wine. right? Wine the theme. and cheese. <laughs> I have real cheese and shit in there. I just don't feel like getting my cutting board out. You know, I'm being a total ponce about this whole act. <laughs> just... I just have some smoke good in the in the cabinet that I think it would be fabulous with a tag with his wine. Just eat yeah. some freaking cheddar cheese and <laughs> or some cheeses. I have some, you know? I have some baby Swiss in there. I have some smoke good in there. I think I have some Munster in there. But Jesus, you're getting the, you're getting the cracker and the cheese at the same time. Yeah, it's mean, all in one. You know, it's like a it's called a snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so so i i wanted to ask you a question here okay. i think i want to start this podcast with you and you alone of what just, are god's green earth for jesus oh, hang, hang on let me finish let me finish <laughs> Now, Wait, I, no, no, this honestly sounds like one of Uncle Carl's ideas, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think that we need to, here, here's the thing. We've done two podcasts now. Today, we didn't talk about sports that much. I don't really care about that. We talked about money. We talked about. We we talked about Sam. I got to see Sam. You got to see Sam. We did talk cars. Uh, you know, living and and getting divorced, and yeah, you know, we yeah, kind I, of hit the broad range of the human experience, I guess. I, <laughs> I think, I think I find you and I entertaining. <laughs> You would. <laughs> the problem is, does the rest of the world find us entertaining? That would be the whole. <laughs> that would be the whole crux. Okay. Yeah. I, I I, I, all right. All right. Look there. There's the audience. Say hello to the audience. Now get off my keyboard. Say hello. Now, now here, here is here is the thing. We did our podcast two weeks, or I posted it two weeks ago, or a week okay. ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. It was the third highest downloaded podcast we'd ever had. Well, I mean, I kind of like sent out the feelers to a couple of people going, hey, you're mentioning a podcast. Come on down. So those extra five people might have done it and put you over the edge. <laughs> I've received more emails or messages, Facebook messages, whatever, from people. Um, one of whom, one of whom actually said thanks for mentioning me <laughs> it wasn't a thanks and a genuine hey thank you very much or a thanks a lot asshole <laughs> it was in a text message so i couldn't tell you which one it was <laughs> couldn't get the gist of that particular message <sighs> if you had to take a guess what was the tone of that particular message um well, since, since I, I blotted out a lot of what was said about <laughs> this person, I think she was okay. Oh, okay, good. Well, fair enough. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> um, as as a matter of fact, at some point in time, I think you sent me a text going, "Is this so and so's number?" Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> went, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> reminds me i need to text her and say hello <laughs> she's i i love her i really do this thing she, is an asshole this thing is a total maniacal asshole and only has like one percent moments of being cool and loving and then the rest of the time he's an asshole get away so so i think we should do this once a week i don't think that i don't think the world can handle once a week. once a month i can totally see i think once we've got to i think we've got to bring in guest stars though like well okay that that i could see um yeah i, I guess i could see that like your friend bob that would be uh, i don't know that he has the technical capability quite because i think he's got a very old lap no he's got a very old laptop at his house i don't know if he's got zoom availability but um like i'm going up there sunday to uh yeah the words escape me sorry words words went away um this is october there's a holiday at the end of this month coming up uh halloween they that's the biggest holiday that they have they go all out for their halloween con no they're not content they they, their halloween party is is a little infamous and famous and, and and just awesome um okay I, if I had the ability to share screen with my phone, I would send you thousands of pictures of pumpkin carvings and party stuff. And yeah, but it takes weeks to get their house ready for this. So I'm going this Sunday and probably the next few Sundays and maybe a couple Wednesdays just to get their whole barn and house and everything ready for that. So, but um, if I'm over there, I I, I could probably throw down the phone and, and, and get them on, get them on phone for a couple minutes at least and, and go from there. But uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe he can zoom. I don't know. I'll have to find out. No, no. I think we should invite Tracy Tupman. I would love to talk to Tracy Tupman again. Judas, I, yeah, well, you, okay. I can't remember. You've met him, right? I did. I, I met him. Uh, you actually took me over to a party at his house when he, okay. uh, which his house was very interesting. Uh, That's really politically correct, even coming from you. <laughs> uh, he he had hair back then. Uh, you know, a lot of us did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do so, I yeah. had the jet? Do when I first went into college. I mean, I I, I have a picture somewhere. I was kind of the spitting image of like a twenty-year-old Jeff Foxworthy. Like I had the fucking mullet thing going on. I had the mustache. I mean, I was I, that's kind of what I looked like back then, before Jeff was Jeff. I uh, he copied me. I kind of 
I kind of used to put you in the same boat as Gary Green. Uh, you had the mullet. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. Well, his was really a, oh, my God, I'm losing my hair in high school. I got to do something about it maneuver. Had- Mine was, I don't give a fuck what I look like. And there you go. You had the mustache. I have uh, I have had facial hair since I was a sophomore or junior in high school. Oh. Uh, With the exception of once when I was married, I shaved everything off and my wife went, Oh Christ, yeah, grow that shit back. Yeah, you know, it was like, okay, cool. I <laughs> she couldn't stand it either. I'm but still yeah, I've I mean, st- I had a full beard. As a junior in high school, which that's how I got to drinking when I was in, because that was that grandfather thing. I was like, you're not, you got the 19. Yeah. I was old yeah. enough to drink beer, but not hard liquor, but I looked old enough to drink hard liquor in a bar and I was allowed in the bar. So I was getting away with it. Yeah. God, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I had Gary Green. That was <laughs> Anyways. On that note, um, I think we're I think I think we're uh, good to go here. <laughs> a short one, Jesus hey, Christ! I'm not gonna wake this, up drunk for my uh, doctor's appointment. This one was was short. It was sweet. sweet. The next one, I'm actually going to sit down and write out a plan for what we'll discuss. This was an off the cuff. I just wanted to hang out with you. I hadn't seen you. In. In a couple of weeks. And but, previous to that, you hadn't seen me in a decade. But that's, I, <laughs> I, I, I truthfully think that, that I'm going to start a new podcast, something. I, I don't know what it's going to be. The Burke and Scott, the Scott and Burke show. Going back to the 80s or Davis something and like Davis. that. Davis and Davis. I like that one. Davis and Davis. Like a, like <laughs> the law, law firm, don't we? The law firm of Davis and Davis presents. <laughs> it hurt in an accident called Davis and Davis. <laughs> if, if you are sexually abused by a priest, call Davis and Davis. We'd love to laugh. <laughs> Sorry. We won't get you any money, but we will help you through it. <laughs> uh, God, what was I reading the other day? It was something to the effect of uh, some guy was tweeting to some other guy, you should go to church. And he was like, yeah, I think I'd rather take that 10% of my income and go to a stripper bar because A, um, the touching is consensual. B, there's less uh, rules. And C, I'm just going to have a much better time. Seems like much better value to me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we the, the law firm of Davis and Davis, if you were abused by a scoutmaster. <laughs> Ever been to the back of a theater before and had hands grow up? You called Davis and Davis. They were probably the ones doing it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> called Davis and Davis for an apology from them. <laughs> If we were yelling stupid, sorry. <laughs> hey, we we did we did do some stupid stuff, but there was a lot of fun stuff 
Yeah, well, no, I mean, what? I mean, we were young, and it was like what the late '80s, early '90s. I mean, it was the era of stupid people would, coming to a close. People would go to prison now for the things that we did. Maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> just just saying. Uh, just saying, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's definitely a lot of women that I grew up with that I I venture to guess um re- really don't don't see things the same way that we did back then. Well, I, well, yeah, okay. To be honest, neither do we. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of apologies I would love to make, but you know, it's like. Yeah, sorry, I was kind of a dickhead, but I didn't know any better. I didn't know there was, you know, I didn't know any better. Well, I, I, I don't, I, I digress. I'm just, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I, it was a different time zone. <laughs> yes, you know. Yes. We were on East Coast time at that point in time. Now we're on Pacific. So <laughs> what's she going to do? We're, we're slowly getting dragged to the 21st century. We're trying our best. Um, <laughs> you, you know, well, you know, I sit, I sit back and I think about it a lot because there's, there were, there were several people that I have. I have apologized to now for things that I did back then, but I kind of sit back and I'm like, man, I wasn't the worst out of all of them. Well, no, yeah, that, that, that is also true. I mean, we were uh, at least sincere in a lot of our, well, I don't, I don't think that we ever really, okay. We never did anything maliciously. That was maybe, maybe stupidly yes but never maliciously i mean if a woman said no a woman said no that was that's the, actually that's very true yeah so we, we were at least good with that shit so we were um, like 30 years ahead of the times then you think were we were we really <laughs> fuck we were progressive what the fuck uh <laughs> That I, I was telling one of my friends, my one, one of my friends from high school actually just had a kid. Uh-huh. Wait, uh, like her first? Uh, yeah. Oh, damn. That's like his, his, first. Yeah, his yeah, but still, that's like, uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, damn. That, I, I, I said, you, you do realize that when, when he goes and graduates high school, you're going to be in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, you'll be retired. <laughs> 50, 60, You'll be the 70. greater Walmart. I mean, come on. What What were you thinking? But then again, he married like a, a okay, I'm definitely cutting all this out because I know he listens. He married like a 23-year-old Filipino chick. Were there stamps involved in that transaction? 
I don't think so, but I do believe that a cousin or something got free transportation to it. Okay, yeah, there was there, yeah, there was a little bit of yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> well, so, in the last pod, in the last podcast, did I tell you about like when I first started back in 08 to the Honda store? I, I'd been working in a place that was very near to my house. For like right. 10 months but i got downside went back to honda in 08 like the first car i sold was this last year's model v6 accord uh hybrid which i didn't never understood why you make a v6 and a hybrid but whatever but this guy was like he was all he was all about his like filipino brides like he had had one and now he's working on his second one and he's like showing me pictures and shit and i'm just like going great uh give me i did i was so <laughs> fucking uncomfortable jesus fucking christ and he's he's like older than me and she's like 20 i was like oh i i i i i, I just want to wash my hands right now go away jesus christ yeah it was it was it was a little ugly <laughs> hey i, I okay re- remember the I love you, man. I yeah. Love you, man. Well, it's I love you, man's best friend. Who, oh my, yeah. Uh, so, I, I we'll bleep all that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I I don't know what John was thinking, but I was like, man, don't you realize that this world that you're bringing that kid into is not the same world that we grew up in. Like the the world that we grew up in was fun, was exciting. We had a good time. We did stuff we weren't supposed to do. There's none of that anymore. It was, it was there was a lot less consequences it, back then. Back then, like, like DUIs weren't even that big of a deal well, when we were in college. They were, I mean, they were they were getting bad, but they were not that big of a deal. The thing about growing up in that time period was that the the popo and all that knew what you were doing. They honestly didn't give a crap. There's other shit to do. Busting people selling weed. That was important. You know, it it was well, even back in the 80s, the weed thing wasn't in the 80s people kind of grew up with that mentality of it's our job to to get away with it uh not it's our job to not do it it's Yo, yeah. our job to get away with it yeah um that that was popo bad <laughs> po, it's your job to get away with it see what you can get away with when i got pulled over with a 24 pack of beer and three cans open with three drunk people in my car and the cop looked at me and said what's that i said i don't know my mother must have left it there (laughs) getting away with it was what you were trying to do yeah it's not like that nowadays man i I got a great I, i got a great question for you have you ever been arrested 
Yes. Have I you? don't have that distinction. I've never, I've never come. Well, I, I came kind of close at one point, but it was a dealer tag that was expired on a car that I was driving over the weekend. It, I mean, it was like whatever. But uh, I've never done something that really warranted getting arrested. So I, yeah. Okay. Uh, um. 1997 I got arrested for a DUI in Virginia Beach uh, so everyone knows not convicted thank you uh, my favorite one of my favorite lines from Stripes have you ever been convicted for a felony convicted no never convicted <laughs> <laughs> when when else was I arrested? I was arrested for. Uh, okay, my my friend and I were racing. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. I know that you came to my my parents' house in Medina a couple of times. Um, that development, there was there was a a group of streets, Concord, Sunhaven, Southport where you could make a racetrack. <laughs> so one of my friends from Cleveland came down with his Trans Am. And uh, I was driving the the ultimate minivan. My, my, my father. Oh, God, I remember that. I drove that van. <laughs> yes, I totally remember that thing. That thing was a blast. What a the sleeper car of the century. And your dad was so, so proud of that van. <laughs> Feel that power. Feel that yeah. power. I said, I, okay, my, 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 my father had bought this Chrysler minivan. No, he, it was, ordered it. He, he, well, he ordered it. He ordered it. And what it was, was it was a turbocharged V6 3.6 liter engine turbocharged <laughs> minivan in a, mini, in a minivan in, in, an, in the 80s <laughs> in, in a minivan they in, in, not just a minivan the shortened minivan so it was a touch lighter than regular minivans yeah it was fucking great i mean it was hilarious to drive i drove it once and i was like i kind of like this what the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't like this this feels wrong this is like kissing my sister i shouldn't like this so, so, so my friend Paul and myself are running the racetrack. <laughs> um, we we pull back into the house, and, and the reason that we stopped was because some guy was throwing beer bottles at us when we went by his house. Uh, and, and so I was like, hey, you know, we, we should probably stop this because it's so so we parked the cars in my mom and dad's garage. This was when my parents were actually moving. They were moving from uh, Concord Drive over to Windfall. And uh, so the house was butt ass empty. <laughs> we parked both cars in there. Um, it was the last lap. As, as I was coming back and I hit a curb oh. in the ultimate minivan from hell. Um, 
and so we we pull the cars into the garage and i look at the damage and i mean it's bad but the tire is literally <laughs> like this <laughs> it's like oops dad's not gonna be happy about that but dad was in like australia i think he was in australia <laughs> at that point in time so he, he wasn't gonna be able to do anything to me anyways we're inside drinking beer because we had a case of beer and all of a sudden I noticed red and blue lights in the front window. <laughs> it's not Christmas time. What is that? So, so I look at Dersh and I, or, Oh God, I said his last name. I'll have to bleep that out. I look at Paul. And I'm like, <laughs> well, shit. My, my mother's best friend is a cop. Let me call him. See what's so, so I call my mother's best friend, who was my hunting partner at the time. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, Dave, there's cops outside my house. <laughs> he said, yeah, they want you to come out. <laughs> <laughs> said, Dave, oh, man. Dave, I'm not done with my beer yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's still cold. I mean, come on. He said, he said, well, you know. The longer you stay in there, the more everyone's going to notice something. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites, like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News. A NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. What's going on? I said, damn, Dave, I got to finish that beer first because I know I'm not going to get beer for a while after this. <laughs> So two hours pass and Dave comes to the front door now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knocks. I opened the door. He said, you can come out now. <laughs> I said, but I'm not done with my beer. He said, no, your mom said you were done with the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you called my mom? You <laughs> son of a bitch. So, so where I could have been arrested and charged with evading the police and, uh, you know, barricading myself in my house and all this stuff, I literally got a $50 ticket for reckless operation. Here, I have that in my wallet. Fuck. Yeah. There are pros to living like at that point in time, Medina was a small town. There was there, our population was what about five, 10 grand for the entire county. Max. Yeah, there weren't a lot of people that lived in Medina. Um, and and I, I mean, because you, you grew up in Akron, right? Yeah, you went yeah. to Hoban, didn't you? No, no, Central Hour. Oh, you went to Central. Oh. Sorry. I, actually, I really enjoy my time there. 
Um, I don't get where he went there. Really? Yeah. I don't know. First, I, we never knew. We never knew each other. We never had a clue. I don't remember. It's wasn't she dating? She was dating that or something like that during during the college years. Could have been Paul Stefan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was that was my story about being arrested. Yes, and you've never been never been arrested. No, man. I like I got kind of close ish once, and that was it, man. I've, I've never. Yeah, no, never. Yeah, never, never gone down to a police station or nothing, man. Yeah, yeah, never say never. Hey, here from the next room. Never say never. <laughs> yeah, when when I when I got pulled over for the the DUI. Okay, here's. <laughs> All right, guys, this happened in the 90s. So, and this was, this was the incident that literally got me to the point of where I, I do not drink and drive. Doesn't matter if I'm going to drink, I will Uber, I will take a cab. I don't care what it costs me. It's just so much easier and cheaper. So I was living in Virginia Beach. I had just gotten divorced from, from Sandy. Uh, I moved back to Virginia beach to get the hell away from her. So living with, uh, my, a buddy from the Navy, his name was Vinny and Vinny was a great guy, but Vinny, Vinny was an alcoholic. Um, this guy was in the Navy. He ran the shop. So literally he would almost every day release himself at about two o'clock in the afternoon, be home by three and we would be drunk ass by five slinging darts. So Vinny and I are at home one night. This, this had to have been a Friday or Saturday night. I can't remember which, um, and we're throwing darts and having a good time. And I'm like, okay, you know, Vinny, I think, I think I'm going to go to bed. So I get in my bed clothes, go upstairs, lay down. About an hour later, Vinny comes up and he's like, I, I need to ride over to the, to the bars because I have an interlock in my car. He had already had, it was like his fifth DUI. <laughs> and uh, they had an interlock in his car, so he would have to blow in it to yeah. uh, to get his car to start and then it would tell him to blow every so often here and there anyways he uh so so he looks at me he's like i need you to give me a ride over over to the bar and i was like <laughs> okay i'm still drunk i'm in my pajamas i have slippers on people slippers <laughs> I drive Vinny over to the bar that him and I usually hang out at. Uh, he proceeds, or I, I mean, I, I pull into the parking lot and I notice a police car. 
And okay. I'm like, oh, this is not a good thing. I pull into a parking spot and like two other police cars pull up. I'm like, oh, th- dude, this is not good. We need to get out of here. So I put the car in reverse. All of a sudden, there's like a six foot seven black cop <laughs> reaching in through my window. <laughs> trying to take the keys out. So I hit the gas. <laughs> Knee jerk reaction. Me, totally, totally. He, of course, is screaming, you're trying to kill me. You're trying to kill me. And I said, no, I'm just trying to get away from you. <laughs> so so I want? finally, I finally come to my senses, stop the car. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, I need you to do a field sobriety test. I went, I'm in my slippers. I'm not doing a field sobriety test. So then he comes back to me like 10 minutes later. He's like, Mr. Davis, you have to, you have to, uh, (coughs) we're going to take you downtown and you're, you're going to have to do a breathalyzer. I said, you can take me downtown but I'm not doing a breathalyzer without my attorney present. Boom. <laughs> Laying in my jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> now, these cuffs are really tight. Damn. No, they, t- they take those off once they throw you into the jail. Well, that's um, nice of them then. Yeah. What, I mean, because literally once you say, I'm not doing anything until I have my attorney. Uh, the, the only thing that he said to me was just so you know, you will lose your license for a year because of of refusing the breathalyzer. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. (laughs) There there you go. Would I rather lose my license for a year and not have an interlock in my car for five more years that I have to pay $180 a month for? No. Okay. Uh, I can handle losing my license for you. I, I can do the math. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, I go through the whole arrest thing. I'm in jail. They finally let me go. My roommate comes and picks me up. He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for you to blah, blah. Okay, whatever. I, I was charged with uh, uh, refusing the breathalyzer and and DUI. So we go to my first court appearance. Actually, my mother, my mother drives all the way from Ohio oh, God. to Virginia Beach <laughs> to be with me when I go up for my for for my court appearance, and uh. So anyways, we're, we're there and they call my name. I walk up there. He's, the judge looks at me and goes, do, do you have an attorney? I said, no. He's like, well, do you have a job? I said, right now? No, I just moved here. And he was, he was like, oh, okay, you, you can't go through this without an attorney. This, this, is, this is too serious. And I said, okay. He's like, I'm going to appoint you an attorney and we'll reschedule this. I said, okay, cool whatever. You know, my mother's all in the back of the room, all happy. Cause I'm not going to jail again. <laughs> uh, meet with my attorney. Everything's fine. Court case is like six months down the road. 
I go for my court case. Mother doesn't come with me this time because she doesn't want to see me taken to, to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I sit down in, in the courtroom. There's about 25 guys there. Okay. And it's supposed to start at nine o'clock. Well, it made it all the way to 1030 and nothing, nothing was happening. All of a sudden the judge walks in, he sits down and he just, he looks thoroughly pissed off. Um, he calls up the first case and he's like, uh, this case is dismissed. You can go. Goes through 20 people, dismisses all their cases. <laughs> I'm like the last person sitting in the courtroom. Everyone else is gone. It's only me now. I'm like, what the hell? It's like, Mr. Davis. So I go, I, I get up there. My attorney's standing with me. The judge looks at me and goes, Mr. Davis, I'm going to tell you this right now. This is the luckiest day of your life. <laughs> I'm like sitting there going, what? He's like, both cases have been dismissed due to the fact that the police officer that arrested you is in jail right now for a DUI. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> I'm like sitting here going, hold, hold on here. What? What he's like, you're free to go in the state of Virginia. They don't have prosecuting attorneys for, for misdemeanor and stuff. The police officer is the prosecuting attorney. Interesting. So if, if no prosecuting, the attorney, prosecuting attorney does not show up, there's no case. So he had to let. Every person that was arrested by that police officer go. <laughs> that was the whole day. Oh, you got arrested by Bob? Yeah, you're done. Bob, you're done. Bob, you're done. <laughs> so, like I said earlier today, I have been arrested for a DUI. I was never convicted. And I got to keep my license. I, dumb luck <laughs> I, was, I was sitting there trying to think about that I'm like God has to be that, that had to be a God thing because of the fact that I went to court with my mother fully expecting to have to go to jail for five days now there's nothing <laughs> I am, and forgive the pun, Scott Free. <laughs> so, so ever since then, I don't drink and drive. I will never drink and drive. I won't let any of my friends drink and drive. I would rather pay a $75 Uber bill than have to go through that again. Well, that's half the reason I have the jobs I have now. I, I still drive for people. Like I go out to their house. I drive their car and drive them around, let them get drunk, drive them home and go home. It's like, I, I, I 
I, I'm and I'm driving nice cars. I'm driving <laughs> super nice cars and getting paid to do it. It's like just because they've had one DUI and realize, yeah, fuck that. I don't want that crap in my <laughs> life anymore. You know, it's like I wait. I can pay this dude to drive me around. Okay, cool. You know, I I mean I am I am all about going out and and playing pool or or throwing darts or whatever. Um, it's just, they've gotten so strict about these laws that, oh yeah, it's not worth it. I I was always, you know what? I liked it in the eighties because they had to you out laws and all that, but honestly, they didn't really screw with you unless you were in an accident and did something stupid. Yeah. You had to be really, you had to be really stupid to get their attention. Exactly. And, And if you were if you were a dumbass to them, yeah, you were done. If you were like, you were sorry, they were like, like okay, you know, <laughs> like trying to back the truck up while he's taking your keys out. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember, I I was working at uh, one of the Holland Oil gas stations, <clears throat> and it was down. Is that Talmadge Avenue that turns into a Memorial Parkway when it goes into the valley? I was basically it was down in that area. I would have to drive High Street to get there in the morning, right past the police station at like you know right. four or five o'clock in the morning. And one morning I was running late. I was driving fast, and some cop who was obviously getting off work like stopped me, yelled at me to slow the F down and then took off. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it, it's like when they yelled at me and let me go, I was cool. I never sped in that area ever again. I was like, you did me a solid. I'm going to do you a solid. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to you. So, yeah, I get it. Is that Talmadge up? Doesn't Talmadge break off from, what was no? The, what was the street that the Stan Hewitt Hall's on? Mer- uh, no, that wasn't Merriman. Merriman. That was Portage. Oh, that was Portage. Yeah, but yeah, no, the Memorial Parkway dead ends into Portage. Yeah, you're correct. Right. Okay. And I haven't been there in like thirty years. That was pretty good, wasn't it? That's pretty damn good. I, I haven't been there. Probably in twenty. You know, I, I, I officially this year, um, have lived in Texas longer than I lived in Ohio. Ooh. Yeah. That's a scary statistic. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I was actually kind of depressed about that because you're, you're constantly going, oh no, I'm an Ohioan. Well, not anymore. No, I do believe you're a Texan now. <laughs> uh, trust me, I well, I was talking to one of my friends from high school this morning, and uh, her and I were discussing the the differences of living in Texas and and Ohio. And I said, "Well, here here's the differences. First off, you see hey. a lot of concrete here. Oh, you're on number two. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're on number two. Um, this is the Beaujolais. This is 
Very good. Beaujolais. It's all about the Beaujolais. I still can't believe that you went all the way through your childhood and didn't get arrested. With all the friends that you, I mean, shoot, do you not remember all of the street signs we used to steal? Actually, I don't think you stole any with me. Uh, one. Um, but no, I'm, I, yeah, I, it's dumb luck, I think, more than anything else on my part. I mean, we, I don't think either of us drove slowly. Not unless we were driving my Triumph and the roads were really bad. No. <laughs> I don't think that ever really stopped us from driving your Triumph fast. Um, no. Well, I mean, the carburetor sometimes stopped me from driving fast. But other than that, no. <laughs> and if all else fails, we could just go pick up Dad's minivan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that and my best man's speech are the pretty much the only things i remember about your wedding <laughs> the, the fact that i hadn't prepared one it was kind of like doing it off the cuff and everyone's looking at me like you asshole <laughs> and, and no and please take no offense at this but i'm thinking to myself anyway this shit ain't gonna last who cares you know that was kind of my <laughs> Oh, let's see. I got married in 1994. I got divorced in 1997. So that, hey. See, I was right. That did not take long. No. But then again, you know, the, the problem with her was that every time she tripped, somebody else's fell on her. Hey, that happens. I mean, come on. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy <laughs> it's funny because like nowadays like y'all probably would have talked and said hey i want to go play with that dude and you probably would have been like eh, okay yeah <laughs> it's it's a different world nowadays, though. It's a well, no, it's not a different world. It's just you know, like we, you had no idea that world existed back then, and now you do. You know, it's uh, <laughs> uh, her, her her choices in in male companionship were uh, questionable at best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say you that. were uh, you were the husband material. They were probably the bad boys, weren't they? Um. Yes. Yes, and that's really why every every uh, every relationship she's had since has never made it. <laughs> I. I think, and, 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 and let me guess you don't feel too horribly bad about that <laughs> i was i was husband three i think she's on oh, six god i think she's on six now um Ugh. you know thankfully thankfully for her she's she number six 
has uh has stuck around has um, a job uh, he he owns a vineyard or something like that really yeah yeah, yeah good for so, her i mean that's, it, some people take a little while longer to grow I, up whatever you know, I, I i always okay back when when we were in the navy well when i was when i went back to virginia beach i went back into the the reserves for a little bit and uh and the squadron that we were at all knew my ex-wife as a matter of fact i think almost all of them had slept with her um but i digress and (laughs) it it used to be funny because we we would we'd be sitting there talking and uh and somebody would some somebody would start to chant like oh Oh, you you don't know Davis here? They'd be like, "Oh, well, do you, do he you married remember, her? <laughs> do you remember Mount Rushmore?" <laughs> and and they went, well, "Well, the chant went like this: it went Rodriguez, Rushmore, Rodriguez, Gromit, Rodriguez, Davis." <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's harsh, man. I was, I was like, it's like thanks a lot, guys. But yeah. then, then I would add in the well. Now it's Rodriguez Gromit, Rodriguez or no Rodriguez Rushmore, Rodriguez Gromit, Rodriguez Davis, Rodriguez Siger, Rodriguez. And so she's on husband five now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know his last name, so I can't finish the song. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay she grew up finally okay good for her you know <laughs> now, now now you know what okay i grew up in ohio um i love ohio ohio is my favorite state it's it's got four seasons it's the best place in the world to raise a kid it is the best place in the world to live it's it, it really There's, is we we have we have earthquakes but they're tiny we have no tsunamis <laughs> We have no, uh, we have no natural disasters here. I mean, it's kind of a great place to live. You know, it's cold enough that most of the big ass bugs die. Um, it's warm enough that it's warm enough to to have some fun in the summer. It's, it's kind of the, and as the global warming happens, it's going to be a great place to live for the next 20 years. Oh, it's, it's, I have always said that, that, Growing up in Ohio was the best experience of your life. You saw four seasons. You saw how the world is supposed to work. Um, then I moved to Texas, and it's all concrete here. I, I, I swear to God, the, the, the one thing that I say to myself all the time is, God, I miss trees because we don't have any here. Um, I, it's, it's weird because, like, the same thing happened. Like, I would go visit my father in Southern California for the summer. And it was beautiful weather. I mean, it was summertime for crying out loud. It was beautiful weather, um, warm, you're near the beach, whatever, but it was always brown. Everything was brown all the time. Yeah. And then you would fly back to Ohio and this like verdant lush green would just like jump out at you at the same time that the 90% humidity level would jump out at you and go smack you in the face and go, 
oh yeah remember this oh, oh christ yeah okay but, yeah that's why but, it's so green but, but, okay uh, growing yeah, I get up it. growing up in medina we had we had whip sledges right right close to us yeah, nice. um you know the 90 percent humidity is absolutely 100 percent tolerable when you're walking through the woods and don't have yes. that sun beating down on you yeah and and that's the things that you don't get down here in texas uh unless you unless you head to east texas or west texas you might you might be able to find some trees there but enjoy the rattlesnakes while you're at it guess yeah. what we don't we don't have those in ohio actually i i they find out rattlesnakes but you just don't ever see them it's a uh, uh there's and one we, we species, don't got scorpions there's one species of rattlesnake in in ohio and i i'm i think it was the, no i think it's the timber the timber rattler. No, okay that could be um but that's it. Uh, it's too cold for water moccasins. Don't get copperheads there. Like like when I lived in Virginia Beach, copperheads were left and right. I, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. So like, you know, copperheads, yeah, they were, I never saw one, but they were, they were there. Yeah. Um, rat snakes, but they're just like girder snakes, but black or brown, you know, you know. But there's nothing really there to to come out and kill you. We don't have bears. We don't have deer. Is like the worst thing we got here because if you hit them with your car, you're dead. You're dead. But that's about it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a great place to grow up. Uh, yeah. Well, needless to say, I, the whole point that I was making with that is sh Sandy was from Texas. All right. Guess where she lives now? Ohio. Wooster. Wooster. <laughs> Which really pisses them off when you say it like that. It's Wooster. But everyone in Ohio says it like Wooster. <laughs> where are you going? Wooster. What, what are you going to Wooster for? Wooster. Now, they have a good uh, college. It's actually the eldest one that you met earlier yes. went to the College of Worcester. And um, believe it or not, David Bowie's kid went to the College of Worcester also. I was never a fan of the College of Worcester. Ashland, loved Ashland. Uh, Ashland was 20 minutes from my house in Medina. Uh, because there was a college there, you could go to the bowling alley in Ashland at the age of about eight and be able to buy a beer. Uh, Always a bonus. It, it was a it was a big bonus. Uh, <laughs> did Did you turn on some new lighting? Because you look very bright now. Yes, I I actually turned my light on because the sun has now gone down. Uh oh. So I had to do something or you would keep seeing my backdrop flashing because it can't figure out where the person is. Oh, hey. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's much better, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I, 
I don't think I've ever sent you a picture of my little studio. I have these two LED lights in the corners and it's, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Sorry, my uh, microphone's rubbing on my shirt here. I'm probably making lots of noise. Yeah. But you know what? You actually sound better than you did in the beginning of this whole thing. These are actually pretty decent, uh, wired in headphones. So yeah, they probably do sound a little bit better. Um, but, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, and like I said, I'm still amazed, still amazed at the things that we did and you never got arrested. Um, I know, I know. Like dumb luck. Now with the things that we did in college, aren't you worried about Sam doing the same things? Um, being that she never drove. Like being in Worcester, you walked everywhere. So okay. there was not a lot of like moving violations to be had. Um, so I, I wasn't there's talking probably about half the of the driving. Yeah, <laughs> probably half of the issues gone there. And definitely the more deadly ones. Um, you know, and it's like it's, it's Worcester. You know, there's a lot of, I don't know. I was like, yeah. Yeah, um, you just made um, that sound that like my grandfather used to make all the time when he would get frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I, what am I gonna do? I'm in I'm like 45 minutes away. What am I gonna do? Like you know, yeah, it's whatever. Well, actually, first off, you're you're the parent, so you're you've got nothing to do with this any longer. Now you can just watch and and ride the ride. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan on Tuesdays, Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show, Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner, and on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted Hosted by Scoot, the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. Bag and laugh, but you know, that's about all I can do at this point. Well, how many times have you done that with her? Oh, a couple times. Absolutely. I've, I've totally gone, told you so, told you so. Yeah. Did I tell you to do not to do that? Yeah, and you did it. Yeah, okay, told you so. Yeah. Here, let me introduce you to some of my friends from college, and we'll help you out with this. You like to end up like Scott right here? That's, yeah, right there. Him. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> what with bags under my eyes and <laughs> me looking like I'm 92? Uh, yeah, you don't want like any Professor of this. Xavier over here. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> all right so what 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 are you doing the blood work for tomorrow are you I have no clue right i don't I, I don't even remember because like i've hit 54 years old i smoked for a number of years i actually went in for a low radiation uh mri on my chest i, I forget i went into the hospital i went into Altman, 
they put me in the thing they did my chest for a couple swipes and and got out and then like a couple days later the, the doctor's like hey no chest cancer good job i'm like okay great so yeah <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what the other stuff is you know of course oh, you know they're like yeah you should get a Thank colon you. scan it's been about 10 years i'm like yeah i hate that shit but yeah this this year come december i will be doing the uh, colonoscopy again that's I, uh... the, the colonoscopy itself great you know they give you a little shot you get a you, know, you take a little nap you wake up you feel great the day before when they make you drink this like salt water concoction from hell and you shit your brains out all day long not so much not not a favorite not a, not a fan of that but you know you got to do it so like whatever that's a um I, I think uh, you, you should be at that point in your life at this point. I, well, here, here's the deal. I have always, I, when I was a kid, my, my mother was a hypochondriac. Okay. I went to the doctor every other week. I Christ. was on. I was on so much medication when I turned 18. Uh, I I stopped it all. Cold turkey. Boom. Done. Not, not going to deal with it any longer. Um, uh-oh. Hang on. <sighs> and ever since then, the only time that I have gone to the doctor was when I cut the cut my thumb off. It probably a good idea to go to the doctor at that point. Yeah. I, I, there's a story there too. Uh, <laughs> Next week. <laughs> then um, uh, when I was in the Navy, I, I went to the doctor regularly. Now. Well, that a, was like orders, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm to the point now where. You know, if something starts to not feel right, I'll go to the doctor. But I, I, I did enough of it when I was a kid. But that's also why I've lived the life that I've lived. You know, like the the whole the whole work in the NASCAR pit crew stuff for for four years. I've I've I have completed so much in my the minute that i got divorced from sandy i made it my goal to do everything that i wanted to do in life and, and part of that stuff was was because of you and carl you know the whole racing thing i didn't get into racing because of of any i i got into nascar because of sandy but i got into racing because of you two uh, you two were gearheads you two like fun cars. So like when I it, finally... Is it, is it weird? Yeah. It must be fun. Okay. <laughs> Why would anybody want to drive that car unless it was fun? So uh, when, it's fun. When I finally got the opportunity to do that stuff, I went and, and, and did it. And I did it at a young enough age to where I, I wasn't old and decrepit when it when it all fell apart. Now, uh, I'm not saying that my life's done or anything like that, but I, I did the stuff that, 
I mean, shit, I've been in the entertainment industry for 30 years. I've lit the bands that I, I wanted to light. Um, I lit my favorite <laughs> band, you know? I, 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 man, I got, I got high with George Clinton. Damn. Okay, that's just a that's just a bucket list item I didn't know I wanted on my bucket list. God damn. <laughs> I mean, it's like I got George Thurgood's autograph. I got to watch Stevie Ray Vaughn play at the Jar Arena in Akron, Ohio. So I've I yeah, and I've seen Prince, the Purple Rain tour when I was in high school. So I've kind of ticked off like a bunch of like musical greats i saw the who's the the who their last tour and then the last the, the very last show ever done at um that was Richfield a place coliseum Richfield. yes the very last show at the Richfield coliseum was the who minus pete townsend with his brother simon playing guitar a 30 piece orchestra. So, I mean, I, like, I've seen some really phenomenal shows and everything, but damn, getting high with George Clinton, I, 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 I give a buddy part for that, I think. That's a, the, the Richfield Coliseum was the first arena that I worked in. No, no shit. Mm hmm. And, uh, and I had a blast there. I had a, I had a very good time there. I worked some shows at Blossom. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the, the kids that I went to high school with um, used to be the general manager of Blossom. He's now out in, I think he's out in California now. Nice. Uh, working the Staples Center or running the Staples Center. I can't remember which. Anyways, yeah, you know, it, it's uh, a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> George Clinton. Um, <laughs> I, I could have slept with Eileen Brennan and, and I was, do you want to know what your picture on my phone is? What? It's Eileen Brennan. <laughs> when you call me, I see Eileen Brennan on my phone. <laughs> I've never forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so to, 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 to give all the viewers the whole story this was back when carl had his one house and the one girl that we went to college with who was also in theater was there and we what was what was the reason we were all there what was the what was the occasion it was christmas that's it yeah, it, it was, well, I was home for Christmas. Um, okay. At the time I was working at Virginia stage company okay. as an electrician. And, uh, so this was 1990, 98, 1998. Cause in 1999, I went to the Dallas theater center. All right. Um, so in 1998, I'm sitting working at the uh, Virginia Stage Company. Uh, we had just finished 
a Christmas Carol or I, I don't. Yeah. We had just finished a Christmas Carol. So I had come home for kind of a Christmas break. We left the day before Christmas and I was there for, for new year's. Uh, and I went and hung out with you and Carl and, and a whole bunch of people. Well, the very next show that we were about to do was, um, Oh, Martin McDonough show, uh, beauty queen of Lanon, the beauty queen of Lanon. And they had hired Eileen Brennan to play the mother. (laughs) And, uh, and you came to Ohio, and I decided to spend some time with you at Carl's house, and this certain lady that we went to school with decided to also spend some time at Carl's house. And uh-huh. so we're all having a drunken evening, yep. and Scott proclaims, you know what? I, I want to sleep with Eileen Brennan. I'm like, have you ever met her? No. Do you know what she looks like? No. Do you know how old she is? No. So we just pulled up some pictures of Eileen Brennan in real time and go, she's like 80 for crying out loud. (laughs) And we gave you shit for that for four straight days, I'm pretty sure. So I, I, I definitely said that because <laughs> you have I, so many witnesses, you can't deny it. That's why <laughs> I remember going, um, going to, to work and meeting Eileen for the first time and the, okay. The, the company manager of, of, Virginia stage company at that point in time was my good friend, Alan Bordelon and Alan knew the bet that had been made. (laughs) And so I show up to work and Alan is standing at the stage door, laughing his (laughs) ass off. Yeah. I've never heard the whole aftermath. Now, I only okay. heard the precursor. <laughs> okay, to to now explain to you how evil Alan Bordelon <laughs> was, he proceeded to tell Eileen that I wanted to sleep with her. Oh, God, that's priceless. Now, Eileen at this point in time is pretty much restricted to a wheelchair. (laughs) This is not the woman that I remember from. (laughs) uh, Movie FM. No, it was Private Benjamin. Or anything. Private Benjamin was the last movie that I remember her from. This woman is not the same woman. Which I'm pretty sure we told you about, but you didn't believe us. Now, the run of this show was a month long. 
So I am stuck with this woman for a month. The first day that I get there, Alan introduces us. And instead of her shaking my hand, she grabs my ass. <laughs> now on this show, I was hired not only to be an electrician, but I am a stagehand. Oh, Fuck me running. So I am the stagehand that is helping Eileen get from place to place. <laughs> while constantly getting groped by her. <sighs> like imagine your grandmother's best friend trying to feel you up now, <laughs> now i don't think that people understand the fact that when when you make a bet you have to fulfill that bet you didn't bet us you just said this is what i want to do and we're like well no what? It, it, exactly what happened was this and, and this is very simple i said i'm gonna sleep with her and burke in his infinite wisdom looked at me and said you'll never get her <laughs> <laughs> so in my mind there's the challenge the challenge is said okay i'm going to do this thinking of private benjamin you know <sighs> Because, you know, Private Benjamin, uh, 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 okay, she was, she was never. Well, she was wearing fatigues. It's just, it's, it's, you know, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, that was the long <laughs> show. so intrigued and disgusted simultaneously highly <laughs> Brennan apparently <laughs> okay before I stop this whole thing I, I do have to explain this she was one of the nicest people I've ever met oh and, I'll bet I mean and, she seems like a sweetheart uh you know she used to leave the theater. Uh, we, we had actors housing, which was about two blocks away from the theater. And uh, we used to all walk down to actors housing together. This woman every night would pass out $20 bills to the homeless people on the streets in Norfolk. God damn. And I was like, wow um that's i mean a lot of people could take some lessons from eileen brennan uh in the end no i did not sleep with her you lost 
the bet. Yeah, I know. Um, I did sleep with somebody in the cast, but I'm not gonna say who. Ah, uh, there you yeah, go. Uh, let me let me let me just take a guess here. You regret not sleeping with Eileen Brennan. Oh my God, I Eileen knew. <laughs> Eileen knew that I was sleeping with somebody in the cast. And, and it was funny because um, apparently Alan had told her the whole thing about the bet and all that. And it was like the second <laughs> to last night before we left. And she looked at me and said, hey, do you and so-and-so I have a threesome tonight? <laughs> what the? That's classic fucking day. Is it? She she literally okay what when on like she did just to fuck with you. <laughs> well, that that night we we all had a big party before that the end of the last show, and we we were all talking about the bet and all that, and 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 Eileen turns around looks at me and says, "Do you want me to take nude photos for your friend Burke?" <laughs> <laughs> Like this woman, she was a hoot. She... Oh Christ! I feel like I'm that much closer to stardom. Oh shit! Oh Christ! <laughs> if I ever meet her, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm waiting for the nudes, lady. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was um it was very weird because i she had had my my um yahoo email account mm-hmm. and uh i actually got an email from someone who worked with her when she died um letting me know that she had died they they were texting everyone that was in her right. uh right in her contact book and i was like well that's really kind of cool that i was still in her contact book yeah but, uh, that, that, yeah that's kind of cool weird but cool yeah you know us theater folks are very very weird so that goes without saying so that that was a that was <laughs> okay I can't believe I went into that story, but didn't go into the George Clinton story. Uh, I, that makes no we'll, sense. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll save that for another night. I want to hear about that in great detail. I, I think I've, I've lit George Clinton now like nine times. Uh, God damn. He cracks me up. He is one. <laughs> he, he's one different breed of cat, isn't he? He is definitely yeah he is one strange dude and like his oh, his his tour manager okay his tour manager cracks me up his tour managers uh, uh he's he's not african-american we'll put it that way okay um so he does not click with the rest of the group that's there <laughs> but when you get into a conversation with him you start to realize, holy crap, that's just a white George Clinton. Uh, <laughs> he 
kind of got to adapt, I guess. I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna hang with George, you gotta kind of like tune in, man. Hey, the the last time I the last time I let George Clinton uh was down in Houston, uh, a pastor was having a birthday party, and they had George come in and do the wait, birthday wait, party. Wait, 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 okay, slow down. Yeah. I'm having a little trouble wrapping my head around that whole statement. Which part? The the part that George Clinton did pastor, a birthday party or the fact that it was a pastor? <laughs> pastor and George Clinton and birthday party all together. Yes, it was George Clinton <laughs> headlining a pastor's birthday. Of In a Texas. Non- of Wait, a non-denominational Texas? church. <laughs> yes. In it Texas. Was, it was in Houston. Oh, fucking A. You, you, you do realize that the Bible Belt goes from, like, Virginia, jumps over a whole bunch of states and lands in Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't George Clinton burst into flames when he goes <laughs> into a church down there? I mean, come on. <laughs> When you when 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 the green room door opens and the loft of pot just rolls out into the room, you know it's gonna be a good show. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a good time tonight in the old town tonight. Oh, Anyways, it was it was it was. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, the, the production manager walks in. And he turns around and looks at me, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. It's, I know it's the same guy. It is the same guy. He walks over. He's like, hey, man, I, I think I know you. Although, <laughs> the, the person that I know was like, really not as fat as you. <laughs> Thirty pounds lighter. <laughs> what the hell are you saying, man? <laughs> It's me. It's Scott. It's just a oh, Just deal with it. Come on. Let's do the show. I thought that was you, but you're so fat now. <laughs> I quit smoking. Dope. Oh, that all the, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. The truth serum of our ages. Yeah. <laughs> I quit smoking. I, I, I gained a lot of. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, there you go. So I, I was I was hired by that I was hired by another company the the company that did the sound for that show hired me to come and do the lights for for this and um, the owner of the company he was all I mean he's like ah oh, you know you're, you're gonna have a great time with this band and all this stuff and all of a sudden the production manager comes out he's like hey Scott you want to come back with us and all I all I see as I turn around is the owner of the other company looking sad as all get out because he was not invited into the <laughs> wait he wait wait he goes get to smoke dope with George Clinton I don't, wait a minute that's not right <laughs> like, you're looking at him like yo dude I'm a homie Just deal with All right, I'm done with George Clinton. We, All right. we I, I gotta get out of here. It's like 10 10 30. 10 It's like eleven thirty my time. So yeah, I'm, I'm this is not two o'clock hey, wait, in the morning, which is wait, good. wait, wait, 
let let me see the bottle before I go. Let me see how much of the bottle's left. We're down to Oh, you didn't even uh, tank just half. That. Yeah, yeah. We'll save for another night. That's a, you gotta get I mean I, blood I, work. I, I, I gotta go to the doctor in the morning, man. Come on, it can't be all like, you know, half alcohol and half blood in the sample they take. Blood work. Remember to listen to the Davis and Davis show. Yeah, if you're ever injured. The law firm of Davis and Davis. The only law firm in Ohio that's never won a case. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, you have a great evening tonight. And please tune in again tomorrow. These are the soulful sounds of Berg. Oh, yeah. All right, man. I will catch you later. Yeah, have a good night, man. You too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>